Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A court now requires the FDA to expedite its data regarding the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID shot. And we're also going to be talking about VAERS underreporting the data. This is Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. Well, here is a Texas federal judge. He ordered recently that the Food and Drug Administration must accelerate the release of the data it relied on to license the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 two-dose injection. The Pfizer and FDA, and the FDA actually went to bat for Pfizer, believe it or not. So this wasn't just Pfizer. The FDA pushed back in court, and they said, we need 75, 76 years maybe, 75 years and four months actually is what we need to be able to have enough time to release this data. We can only release 500 pages a month. It'll take us uh, 75 years and four months. I mean, that's outrageous. How can you with a straight face argue that? How can you with a straight face argue that you took, what, 108 days to review the Pfizer data? And then you granted Pfizer-BioNTech's shot approval? And you did it in 108 days? And the same data that you supposedly reviewed, you now say, well, we can only release 500 pages a month, and it's going to take us over 75 years to do so. That's ridiculous. You'll never get the data. Yeah, and see, the FDA is supposed to be, was created to be a watchdog over these particular drugs and whatnot, but it appears that the FDA is working hand-in-hand with the NIH to hide the information in order to make more money and push these shots on more people. And so if they don't have the information, they don't have the facts, they're going to blindly take these shots. And instead of being the watchdog, it apparently has become the lapdog of the pharmaceutical companies. Absolutely. Pfizer and pocketing Pfizer's money. Yeah. And so now the judge said, no, not 500 pages a month. How about let's... uh, require over 55,000 pages a month. You have an estimated 450,000 pages, and you need to get it done in eight months. (laughs) Not 75 years, eight months. You know, that is a good result. Now, the data that's coming out already is shocking. Uh, We'll report on that and another one. Some of the data that just came out in the first uh, monthly release shows this shocking uh, increase in miscarriages, um, these late-term spontaneous abortions after receiving these shots. The judge said, in his opinion, that, bottom line, the public has an urgent and immediate need to have access to this data. The urgent need for the public to review this data is heightened by Biden's recent announcement of vaccine mandates for millions of Americans, including employers with 100 or more employees, federal employees, and employees of a federal contractors. I mean, bottom line, before you start pushing these shots and telling people they have to have them or they're going to lose their job, they need the information about them. You need to be transparent. It seems like it's pretty obvious. This case uh, was uh, 
titled Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency versus the Food and Drug Administration. It's a group of 30 public health officials or professionals, medical professionals, scientists, and journalists from universities including Yale, Harvard, UCLA, and Brown. They filed suit in September in Texas seeking expedited access to these records. And the plaintiffs include some of the individuals uh, like Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, Dr. Harvey Reich, who is an MD, PhD, professor of epidemiology at Yale School of Public Health, and others uh, that are part of this lawsuit. So it's good, and I think what we're going to see is month after month after month, uh, 55,000 plus pages will be released. These individuals and others will be analyzing that data. I think what you're going to see is something that is shocking, and we've already seen some of the shocking data, for example, with regards to the high risk of spontaneous abortions. You know, Matt, I, I mean, I'm an avid ingredient reader, okay? I want to know what's in the food before I eat it. I want to know what's on the product before I put it on my body. And if there's a risk involved, there needs to be a choice. And I certainly want to know that if I decide or I want to decide about putting a shot in my body, I want to know exactly what's in it, where it came from, what is the risk, because if there's a risk, I need to have a choice. You need to have the knowledge so you can make a decision. And it seems as though what has happened is the FDA, and we've mentioned this before, has become dominated by the pharmaceutical companies, the people on their advisory boards and their directors. Uh, they are dominated by people that have connections with the pharmaceutical companies. Right. They're no longer a watchdog. They've got them in their pocket. Why would the FDA not want... You know, the FDA took 108 days to review this data, and they said, okay, we're going to give you approval. 108 days. Now they say, but we can't release it for 75 years and four months. I don't know how you even make that argument with a straight face. And do pe people aren't that dumb to realize what's going on, you know? 75 years? 75 years? <laughs> uh, really? Unreal. Well, there's a report that has come out from um, researchers. Uh, one of the researchers is from Columbia University, and they conclude that the COVID shots have caused not 21,000 or over 20,000 deaths, as VAERS reports, the CDC VAERS website, but has caused over 400,000 deaths. And there's actually another study that says it's caused over 800,000 deaths. But this one here, most recently said that it's at least caused over 400,000 deaths. And, you know, we often talk about the VAERS report and looking at that, but we always qualify that it's underreported the adverse effects and the deaths, always. Yeah. We've always said that, you know, the historically VAERS had been less than 1% of actual. This was prior to the COVID shots. VAERS uh, became, you know, effective uh, many years, you know, a couple of decades ago, and and based on reporting adverse reactions to vaccines, flu vaccines, et cetera, uh, the data studied showed that it re really reported less than 1%. And a lot of the doctors don't want to go through the process of filing the reports into VAERS to begin Many with. don't even know about it. They yeah. don't want to go through the process. It is a laborious process. I know we've seen nurses that said they have spent 15, 20 minutes per entry, and then when they get to the end and they push send, all the data disappears, mm -hmm. and they have to start it all over again. 
So it's a very detailed, long, laborious process that's very inefficient. There are many people who don't report. There's a lot of just spontaneous deaths if you start noticing them, whether it's athletes. In fact, FIFA just recently indicated more athletes died of spontaneous like heart conditions in December of 2021 than all of the previous years combined. And these are top-notch athletes in excellent shape. And, and, and they don't just typically don't fall, just fall dead, dead of heart conditions. You don't typically not wake up from your sleep because right. you've had a heart uh, condition or heart attack. So a lot of those are not reported. A lot of them are not reported. I think it's much higher than 400,000. Mm -hmm. But they say uh, there's about 21,000-plus deaths that are reported on the VAERS site. Uh, that is way under actual. They say it's at least over 400,000. Uh, they say that the study authors uh, conclude, quote, that there's an urgent need to identify, develop, and disseminate diagnostics and treatments for life-altering COVID vaccine injuries. You know, last year, the military also admitted that the shots were causing life-threatening myocarditis or pericarditis, heart conditions, and otherwise perfectly healthy young men in the military. This article was published in the Journal of American Medical Association Cardiology, uh, but Biden and the DOD went ahead and mandated it on the military anyway, and we're certainly uh, defending the men and women in the military in our lawsuit. Navy SEAL 1 against the Biden administration. You know, and it's just, this is just a reminder, Matt, we all need to do our research. We all have a choice. We all need to make choices. You know, and I think we all know people that have had a f adverse effects or passed away because of taking the shot. So it's just so important that we know the facts before we make a decision. I know people personally that have just uh, suddenly died after receiving these healthy shots. People. Healthy yeah. people, otherwise healthy and just died from these shots. The tragedy is there, and we must have transparency. We're going to continue to address these issues and be as transparent as possible. We have a comprehensive webpage, lc.org forward slash vaccine, lc.org forward slash vaccine. For treatment, you can scroll down to the treatment section. Lots of information there on addressing and treating the COVID virus, lc.org forward slash vaccine. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.